Yo, this episode of Whiskey Ginger is brought to you by Buffalo Trace. Buff Trace, baby. It's the only bourbon with balls, and you can see it right there, right on the label. There's that Buffalo Nuts. Get them Buffalo Nuts, man, them Colorado chips. Uh, this is good jazz, man. This stuff is the best. I really do love it. It tastes the same everywhere you get it all over the world. It's aged in new oak barrels for eight years, so you know it's some quality stuff. For the price point, it's absolutely delicious, man. It's got a distinct flavor. Smooth, extremely smooth. People that love smooth smooth bourbons. Uh, this is the stuff for me, man. It's easy to drink. It's easy sipping at the end of a long day, whether you're drinking it uh, straight up or with a couple of cubes of ice. I like to drink it straight. That's kind of my style with uh, something this smooth and clean. Got a nice vanilla finish to it, you know? Um, this guy, Harlan Wheatley, is the head distiller, and this cat knows what he's doing, man. He doesn't put anything in the bottle that he doesn't believe in, and that's how I operate my life as, as the whiskey ginger. I'm a supporter of this, and they're a supporter of us and I believe in them. I'm not going to push anything I don't like. And I drink this stuff and I like it. Um, it is delicious. They're one of the only people that operated during Prohibition. They badass, bro. They broke the rules. Since seven, 1773, Buffalo Trace has been pumping out some of the good sauce. Uh, I love these guys. They're the best. Go get yourself some Buffalo Trace at your local distributor, grocery store, liquor store, uh, or corner store. A little bodega. Who's ever hucking it around in your neighborhood? Go grab you some Buffalo Trace. Enjoy the episode, baby. What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? If you want to come see the Red Rocket live once again, July 11, 12, 13, I'm in Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky. I'll be visiting the Buffalo Trace headquarters in Louisville, I believe. Then uh, July 18, 19, 20, I'm in the Sacramento Punchline, Sacktown, NorCal. Come see your boy. Then July uh, 24, 25, 26, I'll be at Just for Laughs in Montreal doing two shows, uh, Mainline Theater, and then the one Whiskey Ginger Live. And then August 1, 2, and 3, I'm at the St. Louis Helium. So come out, check your boy out, enjoy me. Come on, man. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. These aren't promotional things, so you just take them. I can just take them? Yeah. This is from some... Oh, wait. You go ahead. I'll let you do your thing. No, we we start non-traditionally. We? <laughs> we just kind of like let it roll. Yeah. Okay, fuck yeah. good. This is from some um, festival I did. Let me see. Here. You, you take the first whiff. Wait a minute. Is this marijuana? It's marijuana. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> wow. It's a hybrid, so I don't Rape know hybrid. What, what you're into. Well, I'm into that. <laughs> I'm definitely into that. There's your breakfast. Grape hybrid. And there's a big uh, grape gorilla on, on the front of <laughs> yeah, that's it, which my, I really love. Yeah, that's my spirit animal. A grape I gorilla? I feel like a big grape gorilla. Really? Yeah, you know, in the morning. What would my spirit animal be? Uh, definitely something mystical that doesn't really exist. Like maybe a centaur. Ooh, centaur. Or probably, what about... Um, Minotaur? Minotaur. I feel I'm like half man, half, half beast. Half man, half something. Yeah, or maybe like, what's a half man, half bat? Mm, a ban. <laughs> a batman. I'm a ban. I'm batman. A ban. I was wanted to be, I was wanted to be Batman when I was a kid by the way. Was that your guy? It's the only superhero I liked. I don't he watch superhero dark. movies. Yeah, that's why I like him. Yeah, he was he, I think yeah. he's one of the cooler he's by superheroes. He's the coolest. He's got the best backstory. Yep. And you you the killed coolest my parents. Cape. I'm going to fucking murder everybody. Yes. And he's yeah. he's got a little bit of love but it's overshadowed by all the darkness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a that's like all my past relationships. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> your all my exes. Your dating past were all Batman. <laughs> they lived in caves. <laughs> And they had this horrible childhood trauma. Do they always have a butler? They always had a there British a butler? Just a really great butler. Well, great snacks. That's kind of nice. But emotional abuse. But you know, whatever. Hey. It's all good. Who cares? Hey, who cares? <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today, Jessamé Paluso. Oh, you mean it? I mean it every day. You honestly are um, one of mine. You wanted to pour a little bit of this, and I said, why don't we do it? This is some I, I, Buffalo look, Trace, baby. Kentucky straight bourbon, bitch. I was like, let's have a little sip in the AM. Cheers. We're adults. Cheers for Whiskey Ginger. We're adults. We can do whatever we want. L'chaim. Oh. Are you Jewish? Mm -mm. No? No. But I like to, you know. What give, does L'chaim mean? To um, health? Drunk. Oh, it just means drunk. No, I don't know. What does it mean? Cheers, uh, right? Cheers? Maybe Salute? cheers. Salute? Salute. Salute. Salute means cheers. Salute. Um, Maybe L'chaim. What if L'chaim means um, <laughs> kill Gentiles? Like, we don't even know that they, they fucking <laughs> all, they hate us. Like, hey, here's to your yeah. sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I get a phone call from Buffalo Trace. Guys, um, <laughs> stay away from the racist shit. We didn't know. <laughs> these honestly are you really like these great chairs? podcasting chairs. They're nice, right? They're comfy. Yeah. You can rock a little bit if you need to. It feels like some really terrible psychiatric news was delivered in these chairs. Oh, big time. These are from the <laughs> 60s, so for sure this was like acid trip freak out. Yeah. Yeah. Like terrible, terrible mm -hmm. stuff. Let's uh, let's pretend that you're here. Uh, I'm your therapist here. And go ahead and uh, tell me what's going on, Jessamy. What's been bothering you lately? Uh, I had a panic attack on the massage table yesterday. Oh. I really did. You did? Yeah. Of all places. Wait a minute. Did you get high before you got a massage? I don't think I did. Sometimes I've, I've been baked before Maybe and got a I massage did. and I, I did, did not right. enjoy it. I did. I, I had. I ate edibles. Yeah, if I get too high and then get a massage, for some reason I'm in my head too deep. I was way too deep and then I was yeah. like, then I thought that I was controlling her rubbing my body. That's how deep it got. Whoa. Yeah, out of body experience. Wow. And then I opened my eyes. <laughs> I don't ever recommend opening your eyes and you get a massage because you just, I feel like that that's a wall, that fourth wall you don't want to break. Don't break it. I opened and her eyes were closed and she was like really into rubbing my body and it just freaked me out. It fucked you up, huh? It fucked me up. Were you on, you were on your back with your head facing up. Yeah. Because I can say, when I open my eyes and you're in the, <laughs> and you're in like the face um, smosh and it's just so weird, you're drooling and they're like, how was the pressure? You're like. Yes, fine. Uh, it's like, could you make sure? I don't you always sound like an idiot inside of those face, those fat face smosh thing. And there's always like a puddle of drool that's coming out of my face. And there's like stuff dripping out of your nose. Ugh, oh, I feel so disgusting. And then when they say flip over, I'm always embarrassed to flip over. I do naked. You do naked or not? Oh, always. balls naked. I don't understand why people have clothes on. Thong on. It's so weird. She gets near my butthole. So my, the one lady that I had that I've requested a few times, <laughs> she's not afraid of my ass, which because I love getting my ass rubbed. <laughs> Get in there. Get my fucking Can ass. Be the title of the episode. She's not afraid of my ass. She's not afraid, afraid of, of my ass. ass. That should be she a rap puts, song. She puts one thumb in my asshole, one, another thumb in my asshole, and then spreads me. <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> she tugboats me. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been tugboated? I know, but I thought. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> oh my God, I'm literally dying. Where do I go to get a massage? I, I can't tell. The, I can't say the place Ty, now. Tie, you gotta go tie. Tie is probably the tie way to go. all the way. Those women get their heels into your childhood trauma. Well, because they're taking out all their aggression for being like repressed, uh, yeah, and repressed, in a terrible and like communist, treated society. like shit for yeah. so many years <laughs> that they're like, come to America for this fucking piece of shit to rub you, you fucking bitch, you rich bitch with your nice fucking person. <laughs> they say they sound German. They are German. <laughs> they're all German. I really honestly thought you you were gonna say when she spread your your cheeks that she like whispered secrets into your butthole and <laughs> shut them. <laughs> I don't enjoy my life. <laughs> and I have to suck that up in my ass and eat it. Oh, and then you fart it later in line at Starbucks and someone's like, he doesn't enjoy his life. Yeah, but when the fart it. comes out, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crying. It's a cry. Yeah. 
That guy fart a, a tear? Is that guy farting tears? <laughs> Maybe Wait, episode title number two. Tell me about your panic attack. I want to know. Oh, yeah. So I like, How did you? Because I, I can't handle edibles and I, I put a couple drops in my in my tea. Tincture. Is that what you had? Tincture, or, yeah. Yeah, tincture. Yeah, that stuff will fuck can, you It sneaks dude. up. Yeah. And so then I'm just like getting massaged and then next thing I know, I'm like just rolling back. I'm just in like my head and I can't enjoy the massage. And I was like, if I can't enjoy the massage, I'm never going to enjoy anything in life. Right. This is the most calm, peaceful moment that I should have out of the week. Here I am worried that there's a tsunami coming. Yeah. You know, it was a weird, it was strange. You had overwhelming panic. I had overwhelming panic yeah, while I, like I was that. getting a massage. Yeah, I don't like that at all. That's weird. It's just unfortunate because that's supposed to be so chill. But why did you get in your head, do you think? What started it? What was the first initial thought that you know, was like, that's, fuck? There's got to be a trigger, right? Has to be. <sighs> Probably like just worried about bombing on stage every day. Do you think, is the stand-up the trigger? No, you do <laughs> no, so well. What are you know. talking about? Like, what, <laughs> no. what, There's got to be a legitimate trigger there. You're right. It's not stand-up. Oh, I thought you were just going to sip the- What the... if I just started eating these nuggets? <laughs> Are you eating weed? Yeah. <laughs> yep. In the middle of the podcast, I'd rather eat it's some It's 8 a.m. Yep, yep, I'm eating weed. I'm you bet your ass I'm eating weed. I didn't get breakfast, so I'm just going to eat some uh, grape hybrid. <laughs> I honestly- What's the trigger? I don't know what the trigger was. What's bugging you right now in life? Um, maybe that I'm going too hard. Oh, you're, you're, you're too much? Maybe burning, this, the, burning at both ends. Can I tell you something? I feel yes. like the exact same. You do. Uh, this today alone. Ready? Today? Yeah. I got this. Then I got to go to TV taping with David Spade for his new Comedy Central show. Then I got to go to Tyler, Tiger Belly. Then I got to go to two shows with Rogan. Then I leave tomorrow morning to go fly all the way to Baltimore, Philly, Atlantic City. Are you going with, with, with Rogan? With Joe, yeah. So I just like, my days are smashed. Are my you days sleeping? are smashed. No, sleeping is for fucking weak people. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck sleep. It's for the week. <laughs> and then you're just like during the day like... I just, you know what's so funny? I my mom nods off. Like my mom can sleep anywhere, and she can just sit in a chair and just be like, "Oh God, I'm so envious of those me people." Me too. But lately, it's been happening to me. I think it's because you. I've overworked my body. Yeah, I'm working it way too hard. And you're just like literally. Are you on fumes, or do you feel good? Do you feel like what's your? It's day. To, it's day to day. day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what most parents say about being parents. It's like, yeah, I day to day. Yeah, it's day to day. In fact, we just went to um, we went out to breakfast, and then I go had to go grab some stuff from the liquor store. Uh, you know, for the, for the family and and uh, no, not this. We had this, but I had to go grab some stuff in the liquor store. And the guy goes, um, the guy's like, "Hey, uh, you got kids?" Out of nowhere, I was like, "No, I don't. I don't have any kids." He goes, "You're fucking overrated." <laughs> As he's peeling off the price tags of the wine bottles, I go, "Man, this dude's lived a fucking life." You could tell some shit has happened. But he just looked at me out of nowhere. He's like, yeah, I can't. Like, he had obviously just got off the phone with his fucking bratty ass right. kid. And, and like, like, probably something was demanded of him from kids. his wife to yes. like do Over something. Overwhelmed. He was probably so overwhelmed Fuck. and had to say it to somebody. I, I mean, was the guy. I have spent the past week with my sister and her children, and they're honestly adorable. But holy hell, is it a lot of work? She has it's two and they're toddlers, and the two year old, the girl, <sighs> there's, there's the devils in her. Yeah. They look at you. Have you ever been disarmed by a look of, of a two-year-old? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. Every time I see a two-year-old, I get freaked out. I don't know what they're thinking. I know. They're little angry a, robots. They are little angry robots. They're and just they like, just... They're ready to destroy. They want to break everything they see. Yeah, their arms are really stiff I for know, some they reason. are. And then like... They're almost like a ghost in a house because you turn your head two seconds, all the picture frames are off the fucking wall. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> How did you reach? <laughs> Kids are just like apparitions. <laughs> They come and they go. They fuck shit they up. Are. They <laughs> give you uncomfortable feelings inside of your yeah. chest. You're what are scared. they doing? Yeah, you need help. You call and you call a priest. Like <laughs> I can't do this alone. <laughs> it is so true. I, you know, I, I do definitely want to have kids, but I think that the when I see friends that have more, one is chill, 
One but is see, chill because you chill. can give it a cute name. You take yeah. time with the outfits. Yep. You make the cute snacks. Yep. Three's and a fucking two, pure two panic. Two is like, eh. Three is like absurdist. Four, people that have four and above, you deserve to get shot. You do. That's insane. Unless Stop you're Mormon kids. or an Orthodox. Still, what are we talking about? Or a Mexican. <laughs> Those are the three people. I'm like, yeah. Mexicans, Orthodox, Orthodox Mormons. Jews, yeah, and Mormons. Yeah, that's actually true. They can I mean, just keep having them. It keep having them. Yeah. May- maybe, maybe... If we want to step out on a limb, we'll say the Amish, but they're not watching. No, no they're not you watching. You know what I mean? They don't have, well, actually, we do have an Amish feed. Oh, you do? Yeah. Is it just someone literally feed? Is it just It's a guy that, that's, that is a, a non-Mormon that listens to the show, and then he tells them what happened every week. <laughs> does he do like a little act out yeah, after does. service? Yeah, he does a live stage play of what we look like and stuff. He dresses up like us. Is it terrible that I have my feet on your psychiatric chair? No, I want your feet up. I okay. want people to be comfortable in I'm, this fucking I, room. I, I'm, I'm just. This is comfy shit. I'm more comfortable here than I was getting my massage. <laughs> yeah, because you're not gonna have a fucking panic attack in my <laughs> my studio. I can't I can't believe that you went down that rabbit hole because I've had a few bad panic attacks, but they always happen. They've happened in my past because I've talked about it on the podcast about me having anxiety and depression. But in what in- any panic attacks I've had were induced by genuine uh, genuine thoughts of like something is gonna go wrong with whatever I'm dealing with in my life, like something real you're stressing about, and then. Mm-hmm. For you, like, what happens in, in a panic attack? And, like, because I'm, I'm newer to it for the past year and a half, I've, I've had them. So the, the number one thing that everybody says, and I've talked about this before, too, but the number one thing that people say that they hear in their head is, I'm going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's extremely common. In fact, medically so, they, they've done a ton of research over why um, death is the ultimate trigger for, for people of all That's walks strange. of life. They assume that this is, this is the body going... What the fuck? Did was you hear that? that? Oh, that's across the street, dude. That's that. That almost sent me into a panic attack. <laughs> I was like, somebody's house just somebody's house just blew Holy up. Holy hell! I was like, what was that? Uh, well, now we're gonna die. Yeah, yeah, now, now we're, we're gonna, gonna die. die. Whatever your neighbor's death, death is gearing the, up. Death is the trigger for um, panic to get worse. So people assume that the feelings that they're having—that's what the, they think. Oh. oh, I must be dying. Oh, and so it, then it compiles. Oh, that makes sense. So it compiles in your brain goes, well, if I'm not dying, something is tragically wrong. If something's not tragically wrong, then I'm broken and I can't be fixed. And if, you know, like you keep piling on to thinking like. You try to find the source of it? Yes, but you're really just, you're just manifesting all these things on your own. All this stuff wow. is self-induced. Yeah, the brain is fucking powerful. The brain dude. is, it's its own universe, It's man. crazy. We'll never be able to understand why we go through these waves. So of, of the millions and millions of people that have been documented talking about panic attacks, the parallels that they seem to have are the moments it's induced. There's a flush feeling. Sometimes you feel uh, like hot flashes. Yes, you just like a whole flush, a whole comes body over flush, me. Yep. and you feel like this could be what it feels like before you die. Yeah, because right? we have no documentation of what people actually feel like the moment before they die. No, only and, like the NDEs, like near death experiences. But and even, even then, then, it's not. That's all speculative because right. it's in, still in their head, right. essentially. So this is almost like the closest that we imagine it would be like to feeling like you're going to die because your body does feel like it's about to <clears throat> shut off. It does for some weird in reason. your heart rate when your heart rate goes. Like, I feel like for me, like, it's the flush, it's the heart rate, heart rate, the heart rate. Heart rate. It's in my heart rate. And then it's like, the thoughts are like. So overwhelming. So overwhelming. Right. How do you stop yours? There's this grounding technique that sends me into another panic attack. (laughs) (laughs) You have another panic attack on top of your panic attack? It's this grounding technique that I've tried. It's called 54321. What is that? Um, You identify five things around you. You touch oh, four. Yes, you, I know that. That yeah, whole. That's right. And so I forget the li- I forget 
which goes where where right. and i'm like oh god I, I can't ground myself i must be dying <laughs> like am i touching a wall is it a bear i don't know what i see like i just it gets in can't. your head deep oh. it gets worse because you can't really think cognitively like when you're having a panic attack you really don't think straight that's what the weirdest part is it's not logical no you, it's kind of thoughts keep shooting from different parts yes. of your, uh, parts of your mind that's what's hardest to um, control is you, you, you'd like to think that you could do go down this linear path of like, here are the ways that I can fix this and get out. I have my own ways. How, um, what are one of your, well, dude, you know, the old shitty phrase, this too shall pass. You know, yep. I do repeat that pretty heavily in my head when I, and I haven't had one in a long, long time, years and years and years. But when I did, I used to go, this too shall pass, this too shall pass. And I would go through these breathing exercises. When I used to run track, you know, everyone mouth breathes until you get good at track and long distance running. And you learn that it's in the nose, out the mouth, in the nose, out the mouth. It regulates. I'm like, <laughs> you're doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> it regulates your your um, your breathing cycle, and it right. actually will slow your heart rate down if you go in your nose and out your mouth. Because you're you actually have to focus on yeah, it because it's not a natural do, yeah. way to breathe. Exactly. So you're being more conscious about more conscious about the cycle. So it naturally helps you slow down. So I would do that, and then this is very cheesy and hysterical and you stupid. Put a finger in your own butt. I would put a finger in my own ass, and yep. then I would lick it, <laughs> and then put it back in. <laughs> <laughs> no, Why are you the most I, fun? I would I would sing I would sing in my head. Um, the, oh God, <laughs> Don't be, come on, let it out, whiskey ginger. Take it easy. The song "Take It Easy." Eagles. Take it. Oh, it's easy. such a it's such a great song. I don't. It just for some reason the the melody was is perfectly calming yeah, enough for me. It is me. like it's, it's just, a little gentle wave. And the word is like, take it easy, take it easy. Don't let the don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy is the lyrics. Yo. And I genuinely love that song because it would get in my head and I would feel a sense of calmness. I used to put in headphones and walk around college when I would have a panic attack. So I'd walk around my neighborhood when I started to so panic. So you'd actually have panic attacks. Oh man, I used to have them fucking incessantly. What, I used to have why them. do you think, do you know what the source was or what, when the first time was? I mean, I did. I've ta I've, I talked about this uh, one time before on the on the show. I had um, ocular migraines. I would go blind Oof. in one eye. I had migraines so bad I'd go blind. And then, and then of course I got a million CAT scans. Am I dying? It was all this stuff. It was really just induced from like lack of sleep, overwork, stress. too much caffeine, way too much stress. Um, and I was peeling my body apart. I was working yep. out every day. I would go basketball, then I would run, and then I'd go lift weights, and then, Damn. then I'd, I'd, I'd party all night with friends. So like, I was just doing too many things all the time. Right, not giving your body my any body recovery was like, time. Hey man, fuck you. you. Your body's like, yeah. you're like ah! it, it just breaks. Well, if you're not gonna listen, I'm gonna shoot a lightning bolt yeah. through your fucking yeah. eye socket. <laughs> and See I would if go you slow blind. down now. <laughs> I'd go fucking blind. Yeah, my body was just like, all right, we won't make him see anymore. He thinks he can party. <laughs> Let's make this motherfucker not but be able to see. It's there's logic to that. Like, sure. you know, your body talks. Our yeah. body literally is telling us what's wrong. Yep. You know, and I true. I'm a firm believer that, like, not to get any cheesier than you just got. No. Okay. 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 <laughs> I opened up my heart to you. <laughs> but like, you know, what you eat, your sleep, yeah, uh, your mental health, all these things, especially food. Food talks to your body, like. There, it, you know, the DNA that's in the food connects to the DNA in your body and it fixes right. stuff. Yeah. And so if you're not getting what you need, like you were so stressed and overwhelmed and probably not replenishing mm -hmm. the nutrients, your Nothing. body's like, <laughs> yep, it boom. breaks, it breaks. Your body's like a toddler. Like what the, f I need something. Right. Give me a goddamn apple. Yeah. Can I get a fucking Fuji? fucking apple. Can I get a, can I get a gala apple, please? <laughs> can I get a red delicious can stat? Can I please? <laughs> Jeez. Get a Granny Smith apple up in this motherfucker for some sugar and some nutrition. Is there a kumquat in the house? <laughs> <laughs> Who 
buys kumquat. There's no way somebody know. purchases that. It looks so difficult to eat. Yeah. You it, know how hungry the person who discovered that artichokes were edible must have been? Oh, we ha we have artichoke plants in our front yard, and they're, they're so the ugliest difficult. things I've ever seen in my life. It's like you don't even get a lot of meat out of it. And you have to cook it to be able to get to the supple parts of the of the actual artichoke, right. right? The heart itself, like you have to just really, it has to be singed and cooked and softened. Otherwise you're just chewing on an old hard plant. And so do I. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be singed, cooked, and I just, softened. I want to see that. <laughs> that's, that's, you really want to warm me up, baby? Singe, cook me, and soften me. Artichoke it, babe, let's then, go. <laughs> artichoke that pussy, baby. Artichoke <laughs> that pussy. You had to be f hungry to eat any of that stuff. You really do. Uh, pineapple would have been a, a Pomegranate? nightmare. Pomegranate? Pomegranate, what a nightmare. What? Nightmare. No payoff. Even on my best day, I'm not eating a pomegranate. Nah, stains your fingers when you're trying to do it's it. It's terrible. It might be good for makeup, but not for eating. It is good for makeup. I mean, it stains. It I does people, stain. People have used pomegranate juice, yeah, that's like right, beet for the, juice for, for stuff. That's Back right, in the for day, years. Day, for do you sure. know how to open a pomegranate the right way? I, I just kind of smash it against a wall. I don't Smart. Even, do, yeah. do you? No, you do it underwater. Do you know that? Really? Isn't that cool? Get yourself a bowl, like a popcorn bowl. You get yourself a fucking bowl. Don't tell me to get a bowl. Fine, I'll get you a bowl. <laughs> Get yourself a popcorn bowl, <laughs> fill it up with water, and open the pom cut through the pomegranate underwater. And then what happens? It's, well, it breaks it up easier so it doesn't splatter and stain everywhere. Oh. Mm -hmm. And then you can literally crunch it underwater and get out all the seeds. And the seeds sink to the bottom. Where the hell did you discover that? YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. Because the first time we tried to do a pomegranate at the house, I was like, there's fucking pomegranate on the ceiling. <laughs> you fucking opened it, it got, went everywhere. It was like in my yeah, eye, on the like cabinets. <laughs> it's fucking annoying. All over the dog. <laughs> She was oh soaked in pomegranate God. juice. <laughs> a week later, you find a seed in her ear. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I, was, I was straining her out to get some of the juice out of her fucking fur so I could put it back in a cup. Yeah, it went everywhere. And I was like, this is so dumb. I need to, I need to learn how to do this. You sell this house and people are changing the vents and they're like, what is yeah. that in the- You know, we found pomegranate, pomegranate seeds <laughs> everywhere. Literally all over this home. You should do that as a bit. That's so fucking funny. Pomegranate seeds everywhere. Ah, uh, yeah, that's good shit. Well, you know what? You know what I'm yet to find in the new place that we've that we're moved into now is uh, that like, I just geotagged on Instagram. No, I didn't. Yeah, just kidding. please. No, <laughs> no, people, people, people. Um, you know, band aid problems of a home, and we're slowly finding like cheap things that people do to the house that you have to fix up. But I haven't found any fun nuggets. Like when we leave this house, I'm definitely gonna leave fun nuggets. Oh, you right? have to leave a nugget. Like nobody, nobody left anything cool or funny like or quirky or weird. In or the side, in the door jam. Something fun. What, leave me something. Something like um, you know, like a little note. Hide little notes all around the house when you move out yeah. that are funny or cool or quirky Why not? or weird. Leave yeah. a little message. Yes. Let yes. me know you were here. Like an old, like an, you know what I'm gonna do in the old sockets. You know, like an old, like a like old phone sockets. Yeah. You can, you know, I'm gonna open those up and I'm gonna leave a note inside of them because at some point. You're gonna rip out all these things anyway. Yeah, you're gonna rip it out. Uh -huh. And what are you gonna what are you cute gonna little write? Note says we're always watching you. Oh my god, a cute <laughs> little note. <laughs> it should be a picture of you shirtless, just like <sighs> we're Breathing. always watching you. Yeah, I want to leave something fucked up when I. I you got to have some fun when you leave the thing. You know? No, you do, and I think like you know, keeping the message going is yes. important. Yes. It really is. Paying it forward, Oprah. <laughs> like uh, this weekend at. Did Oprah uh, say she did pay it forward. Oh, okay, she yeah, goes, yeah. pay it forward. Yeah. And then and that movie came out with Haley Joel Osment. Not as good. Not as good. Not as and good. And Kevin Spacey, touchy, touchy. What happened to him? I mean. Kevin, come on in. Here comes Kevin. Kevin, come out of the closet. You guys um, know. I don't, you here. know. I mean. You got you to gotta pay it forward a little bit. I think you, you got to leave little nuggets of life to make you laugh and them laugh. I've talked about it before on stage, but I used to valet cars. And this is back in the days of CDs. And my favorite thing to do was <laughs> to switch CDs from one car to another car. You'd, you'd give people CDs away. I would swap CDs. I would take one from like a Mercedes and <laughs> like put it in a Like a Gordon Lightfoot. Mm -hmm. 
I'd swap like, out like Hootie and the Bullfish and Tupac, and it was my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. And yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dre's 2001 with Yanni's best hits. I would just, it, to me, it was like I gave them both a nugget of laughter. Yeah, because how different. mad? How mad could you really be? How mad can you be? It's a CD. Yeah, especially it. to have like who can say when the road Maybe that's exactly what that guy needed he to just needed. cry it out on the way home after yeah. eating a buca de pepo. You know what I mean? Bo- that's where I valet buca, buca de pepo. Buca de pepo. Mm-hmm. Is that where you like? Is that one of your first gigs out here? No, 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 no. That was in that was in college. My first gig out here was uh, working in the music industry. Doing what? Visas for bands to tour around the world. It was crazy. I li- I literally would get permits for bands to travel all over the world that had criminal records. That's what I would do. You know, you can't go to Japan if you have a criminal record. They have to check your lyrics. They have to check your lyrics. Mm-hmm. They have to approve it because you can't have like um you can't have like uh, hate speech against the country. So, you know, like, they just want to make sure that everything is kosher. You can't say, like, wow. you, your songs can't be, like, fuck Japan or burn. They're just protecting their governmental whatever. I mean, yeah. it's crazy over there. That's wild. But I would do, I did that for a long time. But you, um. I got E. coli in Japan. What? Yeah. Did you really? I think I just had way too much sushi. My body wasn't. Well, it's not yet. Sushi it. isn't good for you to have all of the time. No. You should I mean, switch it up. There's stuff in it. Yeah. You mercury. Know, there's, there's mercury. There's a little buggy. How, how long were you there for? Uh, about a week. Yeah, we were there for two and a half weeks. It was the longest time I've ever spent somewhere. It's beautiful there. It's unequivocally my favorite country. I've said that. If someone said you could either go to Japan once a year for the rest of your life, or you could go anywhere in the world for just a couple of days for the rest of your life, I was like, I'll go to Japan yeah. every single year over the, and over. I and probably over. would too. It's it's the the people yes. are beautiful. Yeah. Like not aesthetically, also aesthetically, but just <laughs> and I, <laughs> No, they're very ugly people, but uh, their nature I don't is mean pretty. That. You're fucked. The cherry blossoms. <laughs> the cherry blossoms are beautiful. The, by the they're way. beautiful people. I'm not. That's just not my. F- I'm saying like the country is yeah. gorgeous in the in their the way the society is like how they treat you and the tradition. Yes. And there's still tradition there. It it's, makes you realize yes. how obnoxious Americans are. Well, we just don't. Uh, you know, we have our own things that are wonderful. I just think we don't. We just don't take a lot of pride in um, patience, and they no. very much so do. Oh, right? they're all about patience. But that's like, a tradition of their tea. culture for thousands of yep. years. Like we were talking about, you know, I've, I've bragged about Japan on every podcast I've ever done because I fu- I do really say, that's funny. save your fucking money and go. God, if, you got to go. If anybody has thought about it, please. Just, I it's mean, like, so beautiful. People are like, I want to go to Europe first. It's no, like, fuck dude, Europe. fuck Europe. You'll get to Europe. Yeah. You'll get Watch Hostel. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to fucking yeah, know. Uh, yeah, yeah, you want to go to Europe? Watch Hostel. Watch Hostel. You got it. Hey, you've been. Now you've been. Japan is- You is, seem taken. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go yeah. follow you too and see how that turns out. Check that out. Find out how bad that goes. Adam Sandler just put out a movie about another fucking traveling around the world and how bad it gets fucked up yeah, everywhere. Yeah, see how great it is for white chicks in Japan, in, yeah, your, in, in Europe. In Europe, yeah. Japan is great because everyone has a, they have a penance for patience. They just are cool about being like- this will take a while, and everyone's chill about it. They, it really is. So chill. it transfers to you. You're yep. just like, okay. You have to. Like when you order a drink in Japan, it doesn't come right away. It's not no. like America's like, what do you want? What do you want, bud? What do you got? What do you got? They take you your order, down. and then they you sit, and they make your drink. Yeah. And they hand chip the ice, because they don't have ice machines. And it's just like a nice, melodic, smooth, we'll get it to you. There is no pressure to be like, in America, it's like you sit down, you're like, we got to eat, we got to go. Yeah, we got to eat, got to go. What are we doing next? What are we doing after that? What time is the movie? 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 That's it. Why can't I sleep? Why am I stressed out? That's American culture. The moment the plate comes. Go, 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 go. Yeah, the moment they serve the food in America, you're like, give me the check. Yep. Give me the check. I got to go. I want four desserts. I'm ready to go. It's insane. Yeah. It, ha- it does make you realize how fast paced your own existence has been. That's why up we crash. That point. Yeah, it's, it is why we crash. That's why we crash. But 
on the other hand, Japanese got one of the highest suicide rates in the world. That's because they put pressure on themselves. Yeah. That's that's different. The, they like have, the, the um, performance. Oof. The pressure to succeed in Japan is so much, is significantly higher than it is here. Yep. We also have a little bit more of a uh, societal crutch. Like as much as like um, we can talk shit, people talk shit about America being like not helping out those with, that are less fortunate. If you ever travel the world, you're like, mm, we're, oh, we, oh, we're everywhere. We're, we're pretty fucking good. Like yeah. we could be better as a country without a doubt. So could, I mean, of course, but like, there's some countries that don't give a f no. fuck about those below. Like, no, they don't give they a don't. fuck it's, about it's, those. It's, they're like, I mean. They're trash. They step all over these in almost every other. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it's really disgusting. And, and so we're we're bad for sure. But when you do travel the world and you see how other countries treat people without, that you're like, wow, dude, that's pretty brash. And they don't give a fuck. No, they don't. We are more advanced in that. And it's like, we do have our own little caste system. But I feel like in other countries, especially like third world, where it's a little bit more you know, uh, dire, the whole, whoever's not in that caste system, like the lowest one, yeah. the, everyone else in the other systems beat the shit out of the lowest one. They do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, and it's accepted. Totally. It's almost a part of that culture. So it's, it yeah. is, it's a, it's a strange, once you get out like into different countries, once you start going like Middle East, Japan, yeah. even parts of Europe, and you really see how different each society lives it just, I don't know, man. It, it kind of like, it makes you appreciate what we do have here in America. Yes, that's what's beautiful. That's why I think people need, people talk shit about America. I'm not like a fucking hardcore nationalist, but I do take a lot of pride in this country and I don't like when people fucking shit on us because it's like, dude, we, we, we're, we're, <laughs> We're a pretty wonderful fucking place to yeah, live. Like, we are. Why are we shitting are all over us? Yes. People are digging tunnels yes. to try to get, get here. here, dude. Like, this is a great fuck. I just don't like when we do that, when they're like, fuck, fucking American bullshit. It's like, yeah, dude, we need to fix problems. Yes, for sh no, there is no utopian society. Right. There's no perfect place. We have but to figure like, out how to extinguish the Kardashians. We're getting we're there. We're getting there. We're and learning. We're getting there. We're you know? TV's dying, so, you know, that could be the start. We're, we're <laughs> it is. Yeah, we can start cutting the cord completely. But but you've done well. You've gone. Um, you've done troop tours. How many times have you done for the troops? Um, I did the Christmas you, USO tour. Right. Uh, that was Middle East, and then I did Japan. Yeah, you did. That Japan. was in um, February. I thought you went to Middle East twice. Am I? I'm wrong. It was a two week. It was oh, long. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it was just we long. I thought the, you were there twice. Um, the chairman. How tight is that? It was like because he was one of the elite in the military. We got to travel his level of travel. Whoa. Which was like we were on Air Force Two. What the and fuck? And I was like. <laughs> you know, just like your total trading places. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? You're like, y'all, y'all, y'all have a, y'all have a pooper on this. Y'all, y'all, y'all got bathroom. toilet paper. Yes, there's a bathroom. Y'all got soft just somebody, toilet paper. Somebody, please don't poop in the middle of the plane. <laughs> it was wild, you know, and like just traveling in like huge, like C-17s and getting dropped off in in a hell, like one of those like planes that just land straight and then like, getting picked up and then oh, brought yeah. to another place. They take off up. Yep. They're like helicopter planes. Yep. That shit blows my fucking mind. It's the wild. military has the wildest shit. Yeah. Sometimes they, they fly over. I was golfing deep north in the valley, and you know, they have um when they're going down to the base, you know, they fly they just fly back and forth for, for test runs and all that stuff. Yeah, with like their Chinooks and their Asprey. So badass. What do you call it? Osprey. 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 Those are so cool. Yeah, so fucking dope. Yeah. When you see them, you're like, wow, that just cost a million bucks to see. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, that was a million dollars <laughs> flying by. It's awesome. It's tight. It shows the world that we, not to be fucked with, No, bitch. not at all. And like, Fuck with us. I've talked about it 
on stage too about like one of the um, pilots of a C-17, which is like one of those really big yeah. airplanes you can play catch football. Actually, people were playing football. They're in the fucking belly. huge. Huge. There's like a whole workstation. Like it's a huge plane. And we got to go up in the cockpit and everything because there's no security issue because right. we're all there. Because they'll kill you if you try to fuck. Yeah, fuck right. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. you know. Try some like, shit. See what fucking yeah. happens. There probably was like 10 of us on the talent side, probably another six or seven handlers from the USO, probably about 10 like a legitimate military and then maybe about 20 military guards. Wow. So there's a, there's a pack of us traveling around, including like the chairman and everybody. A plane that fits like 5,000 people, by the way. I mean, huge, huge That was huge just plane. 25 people yeah. that's on a plane. And we're just like running around and I went to go up in the cockpit and the pilot was this 21-year-old chick. 21, dude. Damn. She looks so young. I was like, do you have your license? 21's from Pennsylvania. Fuck. And she had like a male co-pilot. She was like, Texting her friends. I'm like, yo, you need to pay attention to She's this. She's like, about to land, LOL. <laughs> T-Y-L. See what are you doing later? <laughs> a BRB. Just that's, going to Afghanistan right quick. You forget that's how young the, the, a lot of the troops are. They're, they're, they're quote unquote, kids to us. Because you're when you're young, you see the troops and you just think, these are just grown old Yeah, adults. you think they're grown men and grown I mean, And they are grown people. It's just they're just so young on the they're scale. They're so like, young. Fuck, these are young, young kids. I mean, I'd have to say from all the troops that we met, the average age is like early 20s. Yeah, 23, 24. Is Absolutely. Yeah. Besides like, you know, the generals and... Well, the higher-ups who've been the, around the there for a decade. people have been there forever. But they were there when they were... Two, that's I'm saying they started yeah. there and they... Yeah. I, I, I commend the fuck out of them. I'm, I'm not... Uh, I don't need to get on a huge kick, but, uh, you know, for every jag-off that has something like negative to say about any of that stuff, I'm always like, are you going to go... Are you yeah, going to go fucking gonna, do that Are you going to volunteer? Are you going to fucking do that, dude? Yeah, are you going to step leave up your and family and your children and your wife and your husband your dog for no you're like your forever you you like your keurig and you like your fucking morning walks with your pup and you don't want to think about the sacrifice that it comes with and like honestly before i did the tours i knew a little bit but i had no idea like we were able to spend some time with some of the troops after the shows and just hearing their stories hearing where they came from why they got into the military some of them are like total you know it's it's a career move some of them Mm -hmm. their family it's just been three, four generations of right, it. Right. It's 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 really interesting to see people who cho- choose to defend the country for a job. It's fucking wild. It's wild because it's not just a job. That becomes their whole life. Yep. And a lot of them can't get out of it. They come back into society and we have no, you know, system or no reacclimation really yeah. for them to fully get back in. It's almost like coming out of prison in a sense. Yeah. As far as like the mentality, it's a hard adjustment. Totally. That's why a lot of people want to go back to prison. Who've been yep. to pr- people that go to prison for a long, long time, they're so uncomfortable that they're like, I don't know, the inside's kind of fucking chill. Yeah, the inside <laughs> is kind of chill. I know this when the meals chaos. come in. Yeah. <laughs> the, I know the when outside to eat, world when is to play, chaos. When to hang. Yeah. It is wild. It is. Well, I mean, you know, we do the same kind of bullshit. We, we, have, we have the idea that we've decided we're going to entertain people for the rest of our lives and we sacrifice our... Uh, mental health and integrity yep. uh, to do it. I mean, look, you put up- And spending time with family. Yes, we sacrifice that kind of stuff. Obviously, it's nowhere near what no. you know, military does, but I just think like everyone does make their own little sacrifice if you really care about what you're doing. A lot of people take jobs and they just work jobs that they kind of have to do and it's like, whatever, fuck it. Right, they don't They don't want to challenge. They're just like, all right, this yeah, is what I do. And that's, I'm and that's, in, and that's fine if, if you're like, I just want to- you know, I, I I work to live. I don't live to work. A yeah, lot of people and we are like need that. those people. That's a totally. functioning part of society. Yeah. But we do things like you make me laugh. <laughs> you put up videos. I don't know. How, I want to know how this started. Oh, you God. put up videos of the horse head in your shower on your Instagram, <laughs> and it's it's it makes every time I'm like I know it's coming, but I'm still gonna laugh at it. I, I know it's I know it's coming. I bought more masks. I bought more masks. That's the name of your next album. 
I bought more masks. <laughs> I got high and went on Amazon because I've used, you know, I got my unicorn mask, my o- mm-hmm. my Yoda, and my Trump mask. Oh, that was right, the Trump one. That was the, yeah, that was the last one. And I saw. people, I put the Trump mask on. Some people thought it was my face. What does is does your face? Do, do you people, look like? <laughs> are you Trump? Am I Trump? You're Trump. In the morning. You're Trump in the morning. Until like 11 a.m. Really? Someone thought that was your face? A few, not someone, multiple people were like, oh, we were, you you have a rash? Do I have a rash? Oh my God. It's a Trump mask. Here's the first thing I do to that. (laughs) Block, block, block. So I had to buy more masks. Yeah, you had to buy more. Yeah. Don't tell us what it is because I want to be surprised. I won't tell you what it is. How did that start? What was the impetus for you? Like, you were just like, this is funny to me. Yeah, I just like I, I was thinking about because I was singing in the shower. Some like old yeah. school hip hop was on, and yeah. I was dance. You know, do you ever dance in the shower? Just, what? Like, sing. All I, what do I do in the shower? Yeah, exactly. Like you it's, let it all out. All I do is I yell, I sing, I talk, I yell at ideas, cry. I don't ever cry in the shower. Really? I cry. Um, I I don't cry often. I wish I cried more. I've said that before. I wish I fucking could cry. When's the last time I'm you going cried? to cry class at UCLA Monday, Wednesday, Friday? <laughs> learning how to cry. cry. Yeah, learning how to cry. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Who teaches that? Uh, uh, actually, we teach ourselves. <laughs> we Is it sit, just you? Do you we, go alone? I just go sit in a room for about an <laughs> okay. hour and a half. And I pay $10,000 a month to do it. I'm sure it's a good investment. It's working. In those tear ducts. It's wor- I, I've had one little drop. And then <laughs> that, I was lick sweat. It. that was sweat. <laughs> Learning how to cry. Yeah. I wish I could cry, but I can't. In the shower, mostly I'm talking out loud, singing, dancing, or I'm going through a bit. If yep. I find a good bit, um, and then I'll have to um, write on the glass. I write on the glass. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I write something on the glass so as soon as I get out, I can look at it and I can put it in my phone. That's smart, yeah. Not, I, I think I, of a lot I of ideas have my in the phone, I just want to put my phone in there. I, I want the phones to be completely waterproof. Yeah, why aren't they? They're as close as they say they can be, but dude, they should be to a point when it's like, you can leave this in the fucking tub for a month. It'll still work. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, at some point, it should be so beyond it waterproof. It should just Seriously. be like, yeah, do it. Fuck it. Now it doesn't matter. No, because then that's the one thing they're not going to make money off of if you drop. Everyone drops it. How many times? If you've been like, you, well, probably not for you because your dude is different, but like when you go to the bathroom and your phone's in your back pocket. That's not true because I put my phone in my back pocket sometimes yeah. and I've dropped it. I've, I've pulled up my pants and it's flown out. Uh, if I'm taking a shit ski doodles, I've, it's thrown right out. A shit doodles. I took a shit ski doodles at the airport at fucking, and what was I in like uh, Atlanta? Right out of my uh, pant, back pants pocket. Right in at, there. Like in the shit water? Landed on a turd. <laughs> did Landed you grab it? on a turd. I did. And I didn't put it in, I didn't put it in rice. I wanted something more powerful. <laughs> Why'd you put it noodles. in? Noodles. Noodles. I put it in noodles. <laughs> like a nice soba? Soba noodles. I thought rice, Asian noodles, close enough. Threw it in some noodles. Did not do the job. <laughs> do you crap anywhere? Uh, Yeah, for sure. If I, I have to shit, too. I have to I'm shit. Not, I'm, I'm not shy about the shit. crapper. Yeah. I go anywhere. I'm more likely to shit anywhere in public than I am at your house. I'm scared of it at somebody really? else's house. Yeah, because you, you know... I'm at your place. Then, you, then you're limit. Then you're really putting them at risk. Mm-hmm. You know what? One bad flush, and then you got to have that awkward moment where you're like, "I I just ruined your life. I ruined your life. There's and a mine. floater. I ruined both of our lives. There's an orca in your toilet, <laughs> and I can't be held responsible. I'm gonna leave, I'm and gonna- I'm gonna let you deal with that. <laughs> Do you ever have to ask for a plunger at oh somebody's house? Yes, I have at a party, at a house party. No, mm-hmm. you fucker. Yeah, I'd ask for a plunger because I did you lay a baby bitch. wildebeest in there? My stomach was so upset, I had to take a Dukers, and I went, and oh my god, I did a courtesy flush too. I ha- I did a halfy. Didn't matter. People who don't courtesy flush, shame. 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 It's for real. 
What are you doing? I courtesy flush for myself. You should. Yeah. yeah I don't want to sit on that. No, absolutely. I don't want those vapors uh-uh, uh-uh. in my gentle butt skin. Yes, in your beautiful gentle my butt beautiful skin. My beautiful baby cherubic uh, butt skin. I don't want all that uh, up there. I don't want all that. Uh, heat lines. You know what I mean? I imagine this. <laughs> Some kind of waves. Hi, DVD off. title number three. Heat lines. Heat lines coming at you this summer. <laughs> yeah, I think we've just, got uh, nineteen different lines of what we're. Gonna I know <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do to albums. title things. Um, have you have you been uh, have you been running around a lot on the road or what do you what are you yeah, doing lately? What's going on? I was on? I was I did a my fun Miami shows. Yo, have you been to Key West? Mm, no, well, it's have I been magical. To Key? No, I've never been to Key West. Key West is magical. Is it? It is. It feels like it's. It feels like a different country. Like the way they, it's a, it's a pure island town. Yeah. Very gay friendly, very clean. Right. And Florida itself, South, South Florida is very gay South friendly. South Florida is very gay friendly. Yeah, and in there's general. street cock, kind of like Tampa. Oh, street cocks. Street cocks. There's cocks everywhere in the streets. Cocks That's everywhere exactly in the street. Right. Yes. Not dudes. Not dudes. Cocks. There, actual cocks. roosters. Tampa's the worst. Tampa's, there's roosters on Ybor every corner. Ybor City. They're, yeah. ev- and they're janky. Yeah. They're j- you know, you got to do a rooster looks like he's been through the system. <laughs> he's got like half a beak and he's got like a tattoo. He's got on a couple remaining. of face tattoos. Yeah, yeah. He's got like one fucking janky feather. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, what's going on? Is it? I don't know why he's Mexican. Yeah, but why he's is he like, Mexican? I don't know. He just had like that vibe. Maybe he was. He was eating a churro. Oh, that's why. That makes perfect <laughs> Those sense. Those are so good. A, ro- a rooster drinking a horchata. <laughs> You're like, that's a Mexican rooster. There's no doubt. <laughs> That's a Mexican rooster. That's a great image. There, there's roosters all over the Keys, too? Yeah, they're really? all over. That's so weird. It's such a cool place. There's like, uh, whatchamacallit, um, Hemingway's house. Oh, yes, that really I know. Really old school, like naval bases. Stuff where like, they were talking about like the Bay of Pigs and things where like JFK was meeting wow. and talking about Viet, you know, wars. Did you take a tour? You took a tour? I just somewhere? walked around. I just sm- I smoked a blunt. Smoke a blunt. Took my, took my do you go tour. by yourself or do you take somebody on the road? It depends. That mm-hmm. weekend I went alone, but I usually will. Like my friend Marty Caproni will come on the road with Marty me. Marty Caproni. Marty Caproni. Yeah, yeah. Um, he actually loves you. He's a big fan of you. I love Marty Caproni. I'll say it back to you. <laughs> he's I just got a great that club. name is phenomenal. Yeah, he's got it. You should Caproni. do his club. In, What's his club? Um, in um, Western Mass. It's, uh, what the fuck is it? Oh, Loft. Club. Comedy Club. Comedy Loft. Is that Chicopee. Chicopee? Yeah, That's the you name would of the town? love it. Chicopee, Massachusetts. How far is it away from like uh, Boston or a big city? Ch- maybe two hours drive. West, West Mass. Yep. Yeah, okay. it's a great little, great little town. But yeah, he comes on the road with me a lot as protection because I'm a chick. It's different. You're a dude. You don't have to worry about right, you, like. No, no, no. I agree. You definitely. You need not uh, not more. To, everybody needs somebody more more for companionship and also for you don't want to be alone ever. Like no, no one really wants to be like. No, you want space. Yes, but you want to know that you can go babe. <laughs> and they're going to go, huh? Uh, like, All right. Just uh, stay in the fucking other room. <laughs> I just know. I just need you. And I and if I need you, I need you. Okay? I need to smell you. Can I, babe, can you just quaff? Can I get a quick leg quaff, babe? Now you, just, you sniff the air like my dog. Yeah. To make sure they're, you just want, you, see if they're over there. Nobody really wants to be alone. But Being alone on the road is very tough. Being alone tough. in general is tough. But don't you find also like, Aside from the fact of the humanistic need of of companionship and mm. some sort of friendship, don't you feel like having somebody on the road also helps your creativity? Helps? Oh my your god! Performance. It's my favorite thing in the world to be with someone to to joke about a bit or to get loose before shows or it just kind of like that vibe puts you in the right mind space. Yeah, you, know, you you get to a place of like you're more comfortable with friends and you more you're you just you just feel like more of the comic that you really are when you're alone at the beginning of your career you feel like you're you're like i'm gonna who fuck am i i'm not funny leave. i suck yep i should go home this There's is been garbage. so many times where i walked in the hotel i'm like i don't want to be here yeah yes dude <laughs> so depressed yeah it sucks it How really is it sucks like being on the road with rogan the best thing in the world I mean, is it i'm sure he's great we have I love the most him. fun it's a really creative uh 
it's a creative, you know, uh, universe he's yeah. created where we just kind of like talk shit. We have fun. We go do fun shit. We, tr you know, see the city and, and, and does he get also, out and explore a little bit? We try a little it's gotta bit. It's got to be hard. It's tough for him. Yeah. We, we have to be pretty sneaky. You know, he's yeah. too famous. He is too famous. And he's also like, he respects his anonymity and he mm -hmm. likes his space. Yeah. He doesn't and I respect be that about him. Yeah. Cause yeah, you know, because, you have to preserve your, and especially when you're at that level, you have to preserve your energy and yeah. your, in your like soul for stage. Yeah. You become like a, you know, why you, am I the only one drinking this whiskey? I have a, what do you mean? I can't, okay. I have another sip drinking Buffalo traces, delicious whiskey that's Ooh. sponsoring the episode. Honestly, it tastes like it they tastes like a dessert. They're, they're it's delicious. Phenomenal. They're it's phenomenal. really delicious. It's good shit, man. Thank it's you, the, Buffalo Trace. It's the only bourbon with balls. Look at that right on the... See it? You see the Buffalo Oh, my nuts? God. There's a nut. Mm -hmm. Why does he only have one nut? Is the other one on... Oh, it, maybe had, it's swinging. He had cancer a couple of years ago. <laughs> he got it removed. No, but it's it's fun. It's fun to go on the road because we get to... It's so much fun with friends and it's because you just get to joke around the whole time and it, it makes the experience of when you do get on stage loose. You feel like you're home. Yeah. Because when you're here in LA or, or in New York, wherever we are you know, you, your community is the one that makes you feel the most comfortable. Yeah. And when you're is. out of the state or out of your comfort zone, you're kind of like, fuck, I don't know. Like, is this joke even funny? You check yourself down. You for really no reason. do. If for it, no reason. What, how is it different being on the road with someone like Rogan as opposed to like, you know, bringing a feature or just like a regular weekend for you? Like, do you feel more pressure? I feel, no, when I'm with him, it actually feels like it's no pressure at all. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's the most comfortable time I, I am on stage. That's I probably great. do the best when I'm in those positions because it's his show. Yeah. But you know, it's also a testament to him and like your friendship. And totally. Yeah. He's, he's a very supportive he is. person I mean, to his you, friends. You can't, with, with all the people that you can name in his circle that have kind of had their own rise and it's it's because of the support of of his, him and the, and the his community. His empire, yeah, his universe. His, his empire. The uh, Joe, uh, the Joe uh, Rogan. Uh, 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 <laughs> Who would he be in, in Star Wars? Uh, uh, he'd be, would he be Chewbacca? <laughs> I think he'd be in a, like an amalgamation of all the characters in one. Yeah. Including Darth Vader. There's yes. a little Darth Vader. And I would be, I'd be Jabba the Hutt for sure. Just Jabba? sloughing no, around town. I just want to be Jabba the Hutt too. Just, just chill, eat. Pure gluttony. Mm -hmm. Pure, just all the sins in one body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just eating fornicating. What's your, what's your what's your guilty food? What's the food that what do you, do you mac and do you cheese, have, do you, grilled cheese? Yeah. You're, pizza. you're are you vegetarian? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Right. Yeah, like I don't. I'm not strict about it, but I get grossed out. I get in these like shifts of getting grossed out by meat, and I'm in one of those shifts right now. It just goes through waves. Yeah. But is there a moment when you're like, gotta have a steak? Yep. Yeah. And I just, I, I grab a cow oh. and I, gah, you yeah. eat the cow? Like right out of his belly. Oh my God. Gah, gah, take That's a bite. really fucked up. Yeah, I just, sometimes, you know, and it's like that thing, like you're, you know, that lightning bolt that shoots through your eye socket, mm -hmm. that like ferocious hunger for meat. It's probably because I'm just deficient in a mineral or vitamin it's that I can get iron from or a something plant. like that. Yeah, yeah. Iron, you know, whatever it is, amino acid, whatever Sometimes you need is. super high levels of protein. It depends on what your body is going through. Yeah. And like the... The whole protein thing, I think, is just, it, it seems like BS to You me. need a good amount of protein, but you don't, but you can get it from a lot of different places. Right. And like plants essentially produce the amino acids, which are the byproduct of the protein once our body breaks it down. Yep. It's like they're dudes who are like bodybuilders who are vegans, but being a vegan, man, that's just- Exhausting. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. If anything that somebody does where they're boasting about it, bro, I don't fucking care. I don't care. I don't care if you're born again or you haven't eaten a fucking burger. Doesn't matter. Shut up. Shut up. I got to go. How are you to people? Yeah. Are you a good person? Are you nice? You could be a born again vegan and murder bitches. <laughs> I'm serious. Seriously. It's just, it's <laughs> you find out most serial killers are are, are like uh, born again. <laughs> Wasn't Manson yeah. like a vegan? Yeah. Man, no, Manson. I heard. Yeah. Manson, Manson was a pescatarian. I don't know. People, a lot of people don't know that, but only fish. He was okay with a fish. A pescatarian. 
Wouldn't that be crazy to find <laughs> and out? And a Pentecostal. Yeah, oddly enough. And really did serve his church well. He did. He I, served I, his well, church some, very well. What we find out as we get older in, in this life that like some of the most um, pristine people tend to be some of the most fucking filthy Hypocrisy. pieces of shit on earth. Hypocrisy's loud. So the people that yell the loudest tend to be the ones who have the most issues, Dude, right? Always. He who throws the first stone. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, why are you throwing what are you talking so much for? What's going on back there? Are Let's you take good? off some of your clothes and see what kind of scars we got. <laughs> yeah. There's some yeah. scars in that That's body. Right. I don't care how people live. And I have we have a lot of friends. You know, like Glazer is... Um, I just I, saw her I think she's night. a vegan. No, vegetarian or vegan. She's one of the two. She's ve- is I she? I think she's vegan. Yeah. she got vegan energy. You know, Whitney, a lot of people that have got have, are heavy with animals now that, yep. that they are so adamant about it. And it's good It's good for them to preach their beliefs. I, I, I'm cool with it, but I don't want to ever feel bad for doing what I do. That's yeah, I d- and it's like... Don't make me feel bad. Don't you make me can feel do bad for thing. having a burger. Don't make me feel bad for saying Jesus Christ. Don't that make I, me feel bad I, for saying hey, Jesus Christ when I bite out of the that burger. I won't, that will not, I will not tolerate. <laughs> JC is my hero, and you take that back right now. You say, I'm sorry into the microphone. Say, I'm sorry, JC. I'm sorry, JC. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> JC is my hero. <laughs> JC is my hero. It's so funny because I was just thinking about that too. What like, would Jesus do, by the way? Um, today, what do you think Jesus would do? Smoke a blunt and laugh. Yep, he'd probably like, would. Like, what are he you goes, doing? Because you guys are out of control. You guys really this is fucked what you this did? up. You fucked this up. I did this in seven days, and y'all are doing this? Or is no God did it in seven days? <laughs> yeah, but like, it's still. his dad or whatever. Yeah, it's, 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 he's basically like, he's, he's a trust fund kid. He's a trust <laughs> Jesus said, you know my fucking dad He's built this? He's a robber this? baron, let's be honest. My dad fucking built this in like seven days. You guys have been fucking around it? God I mean, is a robber blunt. baron. <laughs> Jesus, where are you headed today? I'm going to Dan Bilzerian's house and throwing a fucking rager. Yeah, we're just going to hang out. Did you see all the chicks he hangs out with? bro. Have you heard of guns and hoes, bro? That's my shit, dog. <laughs> That's why I fucking came back. It'd be so funny if if if, if Jesus did come back in 2019. If, if this... You know, is there another rapture happening? Thing. Yeah, for sure. Well, for sure, we're done. Okay. We're definitely done. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But cool, I think cool. we're building. We're building something wonderful to make it happen. I think an like, ark. Yeah, I think we're we are. Well, don't tell everyone. We're <laughs> oh, running, so. you're not. They're not all. Allowed. They're definitely building a spaceship for rich people to go to Mars for sure. Do you think so? One hundred. Well, how could they not be? You don't think there's an escape plan for the wealthy? I don't know, but I don't know. You think they're going to die with poor people? That's disgusting. I just don't know if wealthy people. I mean, wealth doesn't always indicate like. Intelligence? Yeah. Doesn't matter. They pay people to do things for yeah, them. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? Like, I can't see another fucking, like, Ashton Kutcher ad about, an, uh, you know, another investment he has. And it's like... It'd be a cool, like, sci-fi movie if the wealth did do that. Like, say they succeeded in that task. Yeah. Of, like, building the spaceship, finding the habitable planet, flying, travel... Mars. Landing. Landing on Mars. And they mm-hmm. get there. And there's a species there. That helps them acclimate and then fucking destroys them. So then it's just like some modest dude, maybe mm. some like contractor, like some dude who worked in, in on Earth, flew there, built his town because he knew that the rich people were gonna come. Yeah. And then he annihilated all the rich people. And then it's just chill. Then then Whoa. we don't have all these rich assholes running oh. around. And it's just broke bitches chilling in flip flops. This is how we kill the this rich. This is science. This is science. This is pure science. It would be cool. It would be cool if somebody could trick oh my god this is this reminds me <laughs> a long time ago there was a pitch um there was like a a prank show pitch because after i did punk like i i was helping produce all these different like prank shows and there was a pitch where they were going to take a bunch of these people who wanted to be celebrities you know like yep. wanted to be reality stars and put them on a um uh, a commercialized private jet so it's a private jet it's a, it's it's a commercial airplane but it's been privatized right, right. so like you know how the nba has commercial jets yep. um and they're sitting, they're on this luxury plane, and they want to fly them to a quote-unquote remote location. 
but it's really just like 50 miles north of LA. They just circle in the air for five or six hours or whatever. So they have no idea what part of the quote unquote earth they're from. And they've manufactured this crazy little place. I don't know if they ended up shooting. God, that's really funny. And then you make them think that they're on this like special. And then you really get to see how crazy people are. That's right. Where they're like, you know, probably sipping their champagne. Like, yeah, I deserve to be. An elite. Right. Meanwhile, it's Bakersfield. <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah. It's Modesto. It's Modesto. They just have no idea where the fuck they are. But they, they wanted to create this world. I don't know if they oh, ever hi. did that, but I thought that was brilliant. I was That's like, wow. a great idea. It just fucks with the, the natural psychology of like, uh, of, of the elite, of, of an elite. It's like a caste system, Yeah, it's like I'm supposed to be in this private right. place, but really it's like, you're no better than anybody You're no else. better than anybody. No. Have you seen commercials for Eric Andre's new um, I helped write some of that. Oh, dude, it looks yeah. so So we did, I did, uh, I was in the writer's room for some of the rewrites for Andre's new movie. Eric Andre's got a new movie coming out. Oh, it's a movie. That's right. Yeah, it looks movie. epic. It's kind of like um, Jackass-ish. It's like what it's Bad Grandpa shot. was. Right, Bad Grandpa. So it's, it's, it dances in the world of, uh, of reality-based scripted it's it's a scripted film right uh but there's but there's the, the but the but the fucked up shit he does is a lot it's real it's and it, is there is the goal like is he sort of like is it a reflection of societal stuff the like story is there line, a goal the storyline is yeah there's a goal the storyline is for him and rel uh little rel howie you know yep. um and his sister is uh tiffany haddish yep and it's it's for them to get across the country. They have a goal to get across the country, almost in the same vein of how Dumb and Dumber was a road trip comedy. Right. That's basically what it is. It looks great. Yeah, it looks dude, so entertaining. Listen, Eric is my boy. Uh, I fucking love Andre so much, and so he asked if I could come fuck around for a little bit on the, on that movie when they were doing some of the reshoots. And I was like, of course. And some of the shit they pull on there, I, I wish I could give some away, but fuck no, you can't. me, fuck me. It's it, fun. It like looks some of the like, shit is absurdly funny. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It's I've always liked Eric fun. Andre because he's like. He's so, he's such a risk taker. He doesn't give doesn't a give a fuck. fuck. Do you remember when he threw up on the red carpet in front yep. of Amy Schumer? Yep. When she was getting her yep. glamour shots. Yeah, it was hilarious. It was one of I was was I there? I think I was there. It was one of my most favorite moments. Yeah. In like celebrity history. Because he doesn't. Here's the irony. He doesn't take anything serious. And because this game is fake, this all this shit is a joke. Like, yeah. why are we even really giving why any weight to anything? So, I know. And why are we such dicks to each other? It's so fake. It's all bullshit. It's all like we're, right? we're supposed to be having fun. The yeah, whole point is to have fun. fun. So he has fun. And then what happens? The industry re- rewards his fun. Yep. He's in fucking Lion King. I, he is? He's in. Yeah, he's in. Yeah. He's what one of the voice? I think he's. That's amazing. Wait, what is he? I, now I'm trying to think of which one he is. He's got to be maybe Jafar's, maybe Jafar, uh, not Jafar. Um, Scar? Scar? No, he's not Scar. Is he's, it, didn't uh, Scar have like a little cohort? Well, the hyena, I don't know why I would imagine. The, you know, the hyenas. Oh, he could be a good hyena. Uh, yeah, you got to figure out which yeah, one he but is. He, but he's one of those guys where he's gone against it so often. Yes. That now it's kind of like, now, it, now it's, it's all coming in, back. In dividends, yeah. Yep. Here, the Lion King. That's right. That's what I've always loved oh, about Azizi. him. Azizi. 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 Yeah, he plays I can't Azizi. wait to watch that, man. That looks so good. Uh, Rafiki's John Connie. Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. Donald Glover's Simba. Keegan-Michael Key is Kamari. Uh, Chiwetel Echefor is Scar. Oh, wow. James Earl Jones is Mufasa. I Dude. mean, come on. Billy Eichner is Timon. Amy Sedaris. Billy Eichner. Fuck me. I mean, so it's many. It's such a great cast. John Oliver is Zazu. I know. Where's my name and your name? Why the <laughs> fuck are we not in this fucking Can movie? Can I at least be a chinchilla? Shit. Shit, Don't dude. you got a peacock you need someone to voice? I could have been I could have been a hyena. I could have been one of those, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I could see you doing voiceover work. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've tried voiceover work about 10 times, and every time I get like, I sniff the fart. I get so close, and then they're like... <laughs> They're like, we got uh, we got Daniel Day-Lewis to do it. They always get like someone <laughs> mega Day. famous. Yeah, It's either between Cheeto Santino or Daniel Day. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I've lost twice to, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the dude that like the freak out dude that everybody loves? Uh, Billy Crystal. Why school. can't I think his, no, no, he's really young. Uh, 
Adam Devine. What's wrong with me? No, not Adam Devine. I'm so bad. Dude, I'm, I'm bad so names. bad with celebrities. Oh, I'm I terrible. just know nobody. They should I'm put terrible. me on a, I should do an e-pop culture show because I would know fucking nobody's, <laughs> I know nobody. Who are you thinking of? It's always between you and who. What? Uh, What's got, he look like? Uh, cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. I'm How so young bad. is he? Is he really young? Uh, Logan you Paul. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. I feel like he's gotten two different voice things that I was going to do. Really? Yes. It's so annoying to Dude, me. when are you going to do movies? You're you're ready to be a leading man. Can't do movies. Can't do movies. Why not? I called Hollywood and they said, fuck off. They were like, no way. <laughs> they did? No way. They said, no way. Did you call They them? said, until your hair isn't orange. <laughs> I said, this is natural. Like, I can. They said, fuck off, ginger. So I said, I'm going to start my own fucking podcast. Fuck <laughs> no, you know, I want to do film. There's no, yeah, I started the Who made ginger. this for you? This guy, um, Starlin Gear. Rick is his name. He's fucking incredible. It's beautiful. This is handmade, dude. Wow. Hand fucking made. It looks like it's from Middle Earth. It is from Middle Earth. He's he lives in Middle Earth. I believe is this is this you or is this yeah. him? Well, that's me. I uh, bet you his little, soul is in there and he's keeping little. an eye on you. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I bet you that's a camera. That's kind of tight. Yeah. Because I jerk sweet. off in this room. <laughs> Aggressively right into the camera. <laughs> yeah, I just stare. I record myself jerking off. <laughs> and I give myself notes. You could be better. That stroke wasn't how, that good. Speaking of jerking off, how do you feel about Louis C.K. and all the clusterfests? He's coming fest? back, baby. Yeah. Um, uh, what's or no, not a clusterfest at uh, Skankfest. Skankfest, that's right. Yeah, listen, dude. I, I talked to. I was talking to Rogan about it. I think. Um, I do. I, you know. I, here's the deal. Yep. I think I've said this too many times. If people are willing to pay to see Louis, and and fans are willing to pay to, for him to come back, then that has to exist. Yeah. If you don't like Louis and you don't want to support him, don't go. Don't. I, I'm so sick of hearing people yell about it, and it's like. Of course, it's this all-male pig universe. It's like, look, dude. First of all, there's a million women that were there at Skankfest that were very supportive yep. of what was going on. People, If people want to pay, they can they can pay and go watch him. I'm so tired of hearing people like, you, you don't get to shut someone down because you disagree with things about their life, their right, past, their right. present. That's not how the world works. No, it's not how the world works. You just don't support them. Right. It's that fucking, hey, you know how you don't like it, that fucking Chick-fil-A? Um, Doesn't uh, like gays. Okay, well then don't, don't eat fucking there. eat a Chick-fil-A. Don't eat, I don't eat a Chick-fil-A. Right, unless you're- Am I yelling? Uh, unless you are promoting hate and uh, like like that that preacher in in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh. Have, have you seen that video? Yes. Fuck me. He like Leviticus. He was like kill all kill all sodomites and homosexuals and look, crazy. If you're imploring people to go murder and to go do harm to other human beings because of they're different than you, then I think you're a piece of shit. And you we should need burn to alive. We should really fucking we should remove you. Yeah. Um, but if you're just you make a choice in life to be different than other people and they don't they don't agree with you like the Chick Fil A like they don't choose to support uh, gay communities. That is their right. I'm not saying I agree with them, but also don't fucking support Chick-fil-A if you don't believe in it. That's that. how you shut them down. Just don't, don't, don't Just support Just don't people. support them. Yeah. And don't if you, and if you, and if you want to support Louie, go support him. I, I'm so tired of people like telling me who I'm supposed to care about. Cause I'm like, dude, you fucking, you, Ooh, what are your secrets? It's back to this. Yes. Thing. What are you, it's what back to you the got? loud. Also, talky, also chatty thing at this point. I'm so ready to just move forward and make better progress as people in other moves than for me to harp on uh, arguments with people about why they think Louis shouldn't be allowed to perform. I think that's just, it's just at this point. Eventually like, he's going to perform. We knew this was going to happen. Sure. And also let's just talk about like accountability on both sides of that scenario. Mm -hmm. Adult women being accountable for the decisions and where they put themselves. Sure. And men being accountable for maybe some, you know, some abuse or, or some pain or trauma they're not dealing with that could manifest itself in sure. an abusive manner. Yeah. The, there's a those lot, two things exist. There's a lot going on. There's a that, lot going there's on. There's a lot going on. And my biggest thing is, instead of all that bullshit, 
Go see and support people that you love, like Jessamay fucking Peluso and Andrew James Santino. Come, come see, see us, us in whatever town that we're going to. Come, come support the us. comedy that you really want, that you care about. Instead of wasting your time. That's what I say about negativity in general now, like on the internet, because it sparks so much. Yep. Stop wasting your time talking shit and support the things you like. Think about how much support easier it is. the things you like. Just to be like, you know what? I love this. You know what? I'm, I don't love that. And I'm just going to remove that from my life. Right. And that's see it. how many opportunities open up for you. Yep. The more you bitch, that's just your realm. Mm -hmm. That's the realm you're going to be in. That's your space. The happiest people I know are the people that focus on what makes them feel good. Yep. What makes you happy? What makes you the happiest? What do you think is the thing that you're like, you know what really makes Jessamay smile is this thing? Being with my family. Awesome. Yeah. And you and you and you use that as a I need to make make a conscious effort to get get around my family because they make me feel the most me. Yep. Yeah. And I think people should do that more often. I I'm the same way. I fucking How about you? I love my fucking family. Yeah. I dream of going back to Chicago. Don't you love um, making like do you have I brothers and sisters? I got a little sister, yeah. Making her laugh is it she makes me laugh more Does than I make she? her laugh. I'm sort of, she's way funnier than me. How Sometimes old is I'm she? surprised. 27. Oh, 27. Well, because I was like 26, 27. Uh, she'll be tw I think she'll be 27 now. But no, she um uh she was born in the 90s. I don't I don't know anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's the difference? <laughs> oh my god. Who knows? Yeah. We peaked she, in the 90s. But she yeah. I, what do you mean? I peaked in 89. I was out. When 90 hit, I was like, fuck, I gotta wrap this up. Bag up those Jinko jeans. I gotta go home. Can I get my Periella sweater, please? I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Somebody get my Charlotte Hornet starter yeah, jacket. Me, yeah, yeah, please. Can you bag that up, please? Can you get Jordans? my surge and my Charlotte Hornet starter? Let me take let me take my Jolt Cola and I gotta get out of here, man. Jolt Cola. Do you remember Jolt? Get my box of bugles. Yeah, I gotta go. You got my bukes. You got my dunks. You got my Dunkaroos. Give me my Dunkaroos and bag them up. I gotta get the fuck lights, out of here. BK lights. I gotta skid here. That's so funny. Wing roller skating. That's our whole youth. <laughs> it is. She's but no, she's hysterical. She has a wonderful sense of humor. I think she just. We're all that way though. My mom has a. We all kind of talk shit. We joke around. Yeah. I yell at my mother and I call. I call my mom. <laughs> at work and she always has someone like in her office <laughs> what does she do and i'm always like and she's always like oh babe i gotta call you back and like i don't give a shit who's in your office you kick them out now and they can always hear and they're laughing and my mom is like come on i i have to go and i go this is some shit dude you're not my mom anymore how about you're not my fucking mom anymore how does that sound she loves it. what does she do she laughs she loves it she knows that she she has such a light sense of humor about that stuff because it's that's the kind of stuff that uh, my mom loves. That makes me laugh. My fake anger, she loves that shit. Is she a doctor? No. No, 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 no. Not even remotely close. My mom is a... Psychiatrist? Not as so smart. No, she's oh. not so smart. <laughs> no, she, no, she's great. She runs a... She runs um, She runs marketing for this major... Oh, man. Uh, uh, property management company in Chicago. They own all the high-rises. That That's where I used hilarious. to live when I was a kid in high-rises. In a high-rise? That's strange. Is I strange? The few different ones. 23rd floor. It was cool. So you had to ride the elevator go to like a yard or No, my park? mother would throw me out the window. And get uh, down yeah, the smart. Floor. Yeah, just get Tashi out. Just Parachute. Yeah. Free base. Figure yeah. it out. That's probably why you're so well-rounded now. You've been you've been humbled by I'm not concrete. round. Okay, I'm skinny. And I don't need you to talk about my weight for the 15th time on this podcast. Well-rounded. Well-rounded is, is like a sly way to make fun of someone's weight. You're well-rounded as a person. My grandfather used to do that. He used to make fun of people's weights. And it was so mean, but like under his breath, but just enough that maybe they heard him. Yeah. He was mean, but funny. A fat guy would walk by and he'd be like, oh, I bet you he never skips a meal. That <laughs> sounds like shit my dad would or, say. Or, he, or, he'd, or, he, or he'd walk past a fat person and he, and he would go, um, he'd be like, I bet you he knows a good place to eat, huh? Should we ask him? I was like, oh my God, grandpa. God! I love it. I think grandparents should be like that. Like, yeah, they have to They have to. They have to be. Jokes. Your dad was like that? He yeah, was like my a, dad, like we drive, if we were driving and there was a woman uh, walking on the street who had big boobs, mm -hmm. he'd go, oh, geez, look at the good joggers on her. 
good jogger. <laughs> What's a good jogger? A good jogger. It's actually, they should be something that are, that should be called like a bad jogger because they're really hard to jog <laughs> yeah, with big tits. It's very hard to jog with Bag tits. jogger. Yeah, you can, you can knock yourself out. You can There's a woman here that jogs in the neighborhood with big goobs and uh, goobs means uh, gooby, gooby boobs because they're, boobs. they're like gushy, you know? Yeah. And man, they they slap around so much. It I, I yell ow as she runs by. The <laughs> tits are flopping everywhere. I go, ow, 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 ow. She does. She runs here all in the neighborhood. As she, you're standing shirtless holding yeah, a cup of coffee. Just waving at her <laughs> like Forrest Gump. That's my favorite wave, the oh Forrest Gump. Oh, my God. That's such a great she, movie. She runs to the neighborhood, and she and I, I she's a skinny woman. Big, and which big, big joggers. Big, yeah, big joggers. My dad was always saying Big that. joggers. Look at the good joggers what's the, what's the What's the funniest moment that you remember from with your dad? Like, uh, did you have like a most memorable moment with your father? There's a, so many. I mean, one that just stuck out in my mind is we went to this Japanese restaurant in Syracuse, New York, which is not a place you want to get sushi. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? I know. Dad, you know where you get good sushi? Upstate New York. You know York. who got good fish? Syracuse. <laughs> really? Okay. We were in there. My dad had never eaten sushi before. This is like years ago. Actually, I was dating Giannis Pappas at the time, and Giannis was with me. Okay. And so I'm t- trying to like help my dad eat the sushi, and I grab the whole scoop of of uh, wasabi, wasabi. Oh, and shit. I told him it was sushi and I fed it to oh, him shit. like the whole scoop and his face he was like mm, that's not too bad holy <laughs> shit and he started to sweat from his face and he called me a rotten bastard you are a rotten bastard he's, <laughs> he's right like, you're a rotten you're bastard. bastard he was sweating from his face Giannis was laughing so hard and then on the way out my dad he he was always going for the laugh yeah. he always wanted to make people laugh he was he was the most like warm-hearted bigot to be funny like he wasn't he never he didn't think or believe or really have a racist bone in his body but he would say race racist jokes to sure. be funny racial i'd like to say racial racial jokes yeah because your dad didn't hate other races no he didn't hate well, other so races. if you're not a racist if you, then i think you're making a racial joke a racial yeah, joke racial right so he we were on the way out of the japanese restaurant and he there were bamboo stalks that were decorated mm-hmm. and he stuck his face in between them and shouted out towards the restaurant of people, patrons eating, this is for Pearl Harbor. Oh my God. I'll never God. forget. <laughs> I'll never forget Pearl Harbor. My God. Like he wasn't in Pearl Harbor. Everyone that's eating is like, yeah, what the like, fuck does this have that? to do it was with like Pearl noon? Harbor? And your dad, yeah, you're like, you didn't, you didn't, that's not. That's not. Also, there was a bunch of Mexicans working there anyway. They were like, what the fuck like, does that like, have what, to do? What's Pearl, Pearl Harbor? Is that, is that a place down? Is that another place we can go Is vacation? that a competitive restaurant? Should we, should we go there? Is that a competing restaurant? <laughs> I don't want to be taken down. Yeah, he was but a lot yeah, of fun. But he was the one that got, you got the humor from, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, my mom's very sarcastic and sardonic and like wry and witty and my dad was like goofy. So yeah, wild. he's the goofy side of you. Goofy, goofy, He's physical. the shower, he's the shower he's the horse shower. head. Horse head shower and minotaur head shower. Yeah, yeah. And then your mom is the uh, snarky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Got, she's the one with the she's comments. She's the snappy shit. Yeah, like, she just says something. Up, and you're like, did she just, did Did I just get offended by her? Did, did I just get just, burnt? Yeah, did Nancy just burn me did in the kitchen? Did man just fry me yeah, up? with her glass of boxed wine. Just saying. Is that what she yeah, says? Yeah, she'll like zing you with something. Then she'll go, just, just saying. saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a mom does. A mom will sling some shit at you. That kind of like stings a little bit too much, and you're like, "Mom," and she's like, mm, "Fucking I mean, deal with it." I mean, bitch. yeah, you're just like, "Oh." She's like, "I've lived a thousand lives. Deal with it, you <laughs> fucking pussy." 
Are you uh, are you on the road right now? Are you traveling? Are you going back I mean, out? Do you have dates? The What's only going next, on? I'm actually off the road for the next three weeks. Good. I'm so excited. Good. And I'll be at uh, JFL for all the nasty shows. I'll be at JFL too. <gasps> yes. What are you going? 24, 25, 26? 16. I'm the whole time. You're the whole time. Fuck. Well, then maybe I'm going to do a Whiskey Ginger live there and I'm going to have a bunch of people come and go. Yes. So if you're there. I'm going to do Sharp Tongue. So I want to, maybe we can swap it. Yeah. I would love to do that. Come on the Sharp Tongue podcast. Um, well, go to what? Go to jessimaypeluso.com or what's jessimay.com. Jessimay.com. Yep. On and Twitter, then, I'm at Queefy May. Yeah, Queefy is, that's so wonderful to me. <laughs> because people don't know before comedy, you were a Queef Queen. I actually, I Queef. The tri-state Queef Queen. Yeah, that, that it's a, it's a, it's a championship that I'm still holding. No one has taken it. Do you still have the queef belt? I still have the belt. Yeah. And no the belt, one's queefed and, more And the belt, as everybody knows, it's just a crotchless panties. Yeah. And it, there's a, there's actually, we've added a feature to it. Oh. Just a gentle curtain. Oh, a little curtain. Just in front a of little coochie curtain. So it fl flops just in the to, wind? To sh it shows the queef a little bit more effectively. Right. A little billowing. you can't really see a queef, You can't see a queef. It's air. So we decided, you know, with my set builders to just do a little <laughs> queef. The Queef Curtain. Uh, okay, just go check out Queef May, uh, The Queef Curtain. And the Sharp Tongue Podcast. And the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Check that shit out. Yeah. Um, we're going to be hopefully linking up in, in, in Montreal just for laughs. Oh, wait, I would love to. Let's go, Let's go get some poutine. Let's go take over that bitch. city. Hell we'll go yeah. steal a cop, uh, cop's horse. I love <laughs> that. a cop. Well, we can steal a cop. <laughs> we'll steal a Canadian cop. They'll go... We'll oh, go, we'll sorry. Go, get the fuck over here. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh I got to go, I guess, eh? They're the, stealing me. They'll apologize. To, oh, sorry. Uh, 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 radio to base. Uh, I'm getting stolen, eh? They're fucking <laughs> stealing me. So now I guess I'm uh, with these fellas, eh? Uh, check out Sharpton Podcast. Everything Jessime. I'll put all that shit in the description. <gasps> AndrewSantino.com for all the good jazz. I love you very much. I love Thank you. you. Thanks Cheers for the day whiskey. Yeah, baby. Buffalo balls. <laughs> That's, buffalo balls aren't in here. <laughs> okay. It is buffalo piss, though. In here, we pour whiskey. Whiskey. Whisk, whisk, whisk. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires.